0: Every time we have the conversation, one hopes it's the last time we will have it, but of course, in the cyber world, in the data world, in the mass data space, this is something which, in a way, we should get used to, but it doesn't at any rate mean we should rest on our laurels because the damage is damaging. Mr. Mani von Skalkwek, CEO of Southern African Fraud Prevention Services, is on the line this evening to talk to us about data breaches and cyber attacks. First things first, let's just get an update to the extent that you can offer one on what's happening with TransUnion, Mani. Good evening. Thanks for joining us.
1: Good good evening, and thank you for inviting me. Um, well, I believe that uh, some uh, some organization or was from Brazil was hacking uh, TransUnion in South Africa, and they are keeping TransUnion to ransom to an amount, I think, of 223 million rand, and it seems like what I when I'm following in the media is that 52 million uh, individuals' uh, information is at risk currently.
0: And, of course, as SAFPS, this is a serious concern for you guys, for the country, for the integrity of our online systems in general, and as a fraud prevention service. Could you just give us a sense as to the implication of what this hack means? TransUnion are, of course, very much the custody of some seriously personal, private, commercial data of individuals, if they have access to 54 million personal records of South Africans, do we have a sense as to the potential outfall of this maybe?
1: Yes, well, um, I can tell you that the extent of this in my mind is quite severe insofar as that consumers, you and I are at risk, in, in that the information... Because you know these fraudsters will uh, will steal information with no other intent but to make money, and the way that they make money is that they open accounts in, in our name, um, or they trying to take over our accounts. Um, sometimes these fraudsters, um, and this is just a warning, uh, will not steal enough information to to be able to take over accounts. So the only way that they can get more information to open those accounts is to contact us. So you and I can expect a call from a fraudster who are posing to phone from our bank, um, and they are trying to get information, and they're getting more information from us to to uh, have enough to, to take over our accounts. So that is, the, I think, the big warning that, that needs to go out to to consumers is to say be very vigilant when you start receiving now calls, to say they're phoning from your bank um, and that there is this uh, big debit order that is going off and uh, they, they should they stop it? and and then you know clearly we will say yes. Um, we, the, then the next question will be to say, oh, I see my system has gone down. Can you please just give me your account number again? Or give me your PIN. I know I'm not supposed to ask it, but give me your PIN just to help you through this process. And and that is when we volunteer this information as consumers, that we become victims of identity theft. And and these uh, sources will steal every cent in your bank account.
0: I mean, they are obvious now at least one who is relatively... Um conversant with the online world, that a bank will send you an email from its own account, which would be obvious as you read it. If you look at the email address from which it comes from and if you click on the reply button, the email from which it comes and the email to which, if you send an email in reply to, will be the same there will obviously be a signature that is verifiable or a contact number that is verifiable and they will especially not ask for the typical information that becomes then a serious compromise or breach like give us your account number give us your pin number or confirm to us how much is in your bank account any of those questions which only you as the consumer or the holder of the account would ordinarily know and typically would not want anyone else to know But, of course, you find there are people who don't have that sort of awareness. Um, I've just asked this question. I'm going to have to continue after after the news break. It is 21 hours. But let's think about that question in relation to a response that is now going to empower the consumer who is listening as typically how they should engage online communication from those who propose to come from their own financial institutions. Mr. van Skalfek, CEO of the Southern African Fraud Prevention Services, continues off to news. It's 21 hours. On, baby, on The Viewpoint. We continue the conversation on data breaches and cyber attacks, the next frontier in the protection of human rights, I suppose one can certainly say this. Of course, last week, the International Credit Bureau TransUnion confirmed that it was a victim of a hack by a criminal third party. The company has also confirmed that it will not be paying the extortion demand that was received. Data breaches in this country and globally have risen, and I suppose now the conversation I'm having with Mr. Mani van Skalkwijk, who is the Southern African Fraud Prevention Services CEO, is a bit of citizen empowerment and consumer empowerment in the face of uh, this obvious frontier. Of course, this affects very personally one's access to one's credit facility, I mean, well, credit facility, I mean financial health, And the question is, how do we ensure that citizens, albeit they should to the extent that they are participants in this online world, in this cyber world? Of course, there are going to be times where you're just not as aware. Consumer empowerment in terms of basic information, one should always bear in mind when engaging with one's financial institution. Money. the question I asked before the
1: break? Yeah, um, I think one... My big message to consumers is that the South African Fraud Prevention Services, with our partner um, in the digital digital space uh, called Secure Citizen, has um, developed a product. Um, it's a free of, We are a non-profit organisation, and it's a free service to consumers, uh, where they add a layer of protection to their identity. So the easiest thing to do is to go with your smartphone to our website, which is www.safps.org.za, and there is a there will be a link that says click here to protect your information or your identity. Click on there, and within three or four minutes, you should be getting a, a reference number, um, and that that will give a layer of protection. So when you apply for credit, for instance, we will notify the bank or the retailer or the cell phone company um, that you have got this layer of protection and there will be another verification process that kicks in within that retailer or bank. Um, so if a fraudster applied in your name because they the, the, money, the information was stolen, um they would not be able to produce that extra layer of uh, uh, identification um and therefore hence that that specific uh, pausing of a credit transaction, it's actually protecting the consumer so that that is my my first advice is to say get a, um, that layer of protection through our protective registration um, the first the second thing I think and we we say it quite often, is not to click on links um, that you receive that you think is the bank. Um, If you've got uh, anything to do, uh, you know, use your app that is on your smartphone or or phone the bank on the number that you have, not that it's being provided through an email to you. Um, We need to be just creating awareness um, that people are after our information, number one, and all our money, and and the the, the, the information usually equals money. Um, if we see you you mentioned before the break how the increase is and in, and hacks around the globe, and it's for no other reason is that that information that people are after equals a lot of money.
0: Can we talk about the fact that? this is not something which is going to go away do we have a sense as to the control that our financial institutions do deploy from or deploy against cyber attacks and the necessary protections in particular for the consumer and perhaps when i say this and protections of the consumer I'm minded to ask a question that i tie with this question as to the strength that you have noticed if any of the advent of the Per, the Protection of Personal Information Act because sometimes we get communication from people or institutions we've never heard of or have for sure never signed up to receive their information. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's something that has got to be a fundamental concern in the work that you guys do.
1: Yeah, um, I do agree. The first part of your question, I think, um, is that more than one billion attacks were launched in terms of cyber attacks globally last year alone um so, so there are significant um attempts being made to steal information um clearly not all of them being successful um and and you will see i mean i i, I don't know what the figures are currently for for the success of it but clearly. 99% of these are not being successful, but it's that 1% that people are successful. And clearly, where you are successful with a credit bureau which holds significant data, which has got an impact. And I just want to give you, you know, in, in 2020, we had a data compromise from another credit bureau called Experian, and, and that compromise um with we saw an increase of impersonation of 300 percent by the end of 2020 and yes it could be a combination of other factors as well where people wanted to to lay their hands on covid grant money etc cetera, etc cetera. But, but the point that i'm making is mm. it is not just an isolated incident where we can think well it's not going to be the it's not the end of the world because sometimes these uh, hacks leave us with a so what feeling, you know. Um, so so what can I do? There is definitely people would lose um, in terms of impersonation. Uh, their their life is turned upside down.
0: The lives would be turned upside down. And final comment now from you, the Ford Prevention Services, uh, the advice not to consumers this time, for those who house the data that, of course, is sought after, financial institutions in particular, but even security institutions. What generally is the trend or the sort of advice that you are offering for them to move in the direction of so as to make hacking that much more difficult? Yeah.
1: Well, I think I, I, I just want to give consumers... Uh, just the the facts how to deal with if their data got compromised in this specific uh, uh, hack is that you have to check your credit bureau you know and unfortunately and, and the credit bureau was was hacked but you need to check with the credit bureau and um, whether there's number one inquiries on your name that you didn't apply for credit um, number two if a account that was opened in your name which are that we don't belong to you and if, if those are the facts then the 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 chances of fraudsters opened an account in your name is very good um, and you need to go back to that organizations that uh, that have that now show that you've got an account and you need to dispute those accounts with them so you need to really regularly uh, check your credit bureau profile. You get one a year free of charge. Um, and but I will I will urge people to check at least every six months, you know, uh, with your credit bureau check. The second one, if debt collectors are starting to phone you um, to say you owe money for accounts that you don't know, th- those are the fraudulent accounts that most probably are go the- going into default by now. Um, so, so respond to that. Don't ignore those calls. Uh, find out what those uh, accounts are about and, and try to phone the, 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 those organizations and, tr- and sort it out. The third one, um, as I mentioned before, register with SAFPS um, for protective registration. That makes it more difficult for fraudsters to, to abuse your identity in opening accounts.
0: Very well. Let's leave it there. Mr. Mani van Skalkvek, CEO of the Southern African Fraud Prevention Service, talking to us about data breaches, cyber attacks, and the very least that you can do. And you've heard it. I'm not going to repeat it. Mani, thanks for your time, man. Thank you so much. 2116 on SAFM. After the break, we continue. For unskippable, no-click baiting, and cookie-free With lots of real followers and likes, place your sales campaign on SAFM. Radio is still the best place to advertise your business at affordable rates. SAFM, with its national footprint and top personalities, offer advertisers distinctive opportunities to reach their target audience. Email sales at safm.co.za SAFM, the influencer influencer. you can can trust.